Welcome back to another exciting episode of Athlete Maestro Guys, the athlete development podcast that helps young athletes break their mental and physical limitations in sports as well as learn the business side of sports. I'm your host, Tola Uglewe, and this is episode 640. Have a passion for improvement. Your most valuable resource is your mindset and practice like you play. She is definitely in the conversation of greatest female tennis players of all time. A winner of a combined 59 Grand Slam titles across singles, doubles and mixed doubles. Today on the show, tennis legend Martina Navratilova. Success in sports, especially when it comes to breaking records, often has a lot to do with longevity. So for an athlete to have only combined 59 Grand Slam titles, it tells you how long she stayed in the game. Perhaps coming from a family of sports lovers and sports stars and athletes was a plus for her. Her mother was a gymnast and a tennis player while her father was a ski instructor. By the age of seven, She started playing tennis regularly and at the age of 15, she won the Czech National Tennis Championship. Three years later, she would defect to the United States to pursue her dream of succeeding as a tennis player. Yes, the move would have consequences, but life is all about consequences of her action. Just three years after the decision, she won her first singles Grand Slam title at Wimbledon. It will be the first of nine she would win at the All England Club. Before then, she had won the French Open women's doubles title and the Wimbledon women's doubles title as well. Martina was credited with changing the face of the women's game due to her fitness, tenacity and overall understanding of the game. In 1979, she defended her singles crown at Wimbledon a second singles Grand Slam title. By the 1980s, she was the most dominant player in the women's game. She won the Australian Open in 1981, then won Wimbledon and French Open in 1982. From 1982, she began an unprecedented run that would send her into the history books for all the right reasons. Within five seasons, From 1982 to 1986, she was world number one in singles. She also won 428 out of 442 singles matches. In 1983 alone, she lost only one game in singles the entire year. She literally had a record of 86 at one or something ridiculous like that. And within that same period, she won 74 consecutive games. She reached the Wimbledon finals 12 times over the course of her career and nine times consecutively between 1982 and 1990. She won the Australian Open three times, the French Open twice, and the US Open four times. Let's not even go into the doubles and mixed doubles and all the records that she has in those disciplines. Today, she's your mentor, guys. 
And there are three lessons that I want you to learn from Martina Navratilova. Now, when you go to certain sports, you are going to see icons. You are going to see legends. Like, like if there was a Mount Rushmore of athletes in that particular sport, you're going to find all these athletes there. And you see, when you come to tennis, so whether it's even male or female, yes, you find Nadal, you find Federer, you find Djokovic, you find Pete Sampras, um, you find Bjorn Borg for the females, you find Steffi Graf, uh, you're going to find Serena Williams, you're going to find um, uh, the two other names. They just keep my mind at this particular point in time. But you see, one name that you'd find on that female side is Martina Navratilova, just because of everything that she was able to do. 59 Grand Slam titles. In singles, doubles, and mixed doubles, I mean, that in itself tells the tale. The first lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from her is have a passion for improvement. Have a passion for improvement. You see, there is no way in sports that you you go on to achieve remarkable feats without every single time improving at what you do. Now, let me use a popular sport in football. When Cristiano Ronaldo started his career at Sporting Lisbon and then when he moved to Manchester United, there was a particular way that he played. There were certain things that he did on the pitch, you know, and everything that uh, kind of went into the player that he was. But season after season, especially when he got to Manchester United, we began to see how he began to improve. We began to see how he began to change. If you look at Lionel Messi as well, when he started off at Barcelona, so Barcelona at the time had Samuel Leto, had Ronaldinho he had to learn behind these guys he had cameo roles he had to come in and play but over the seasons we began to see his own development as well to the point where I think there was a season in a calendar year where he scored 90 something goals same thing for Cristiano Ronaldo I think he scored 80 something goals in a calendar year these guys you know have won the Champions League what five times four times you see in sports guys you have to have a passion for improvement. It's one thing to have a passion to play your sport. It's another thing to have a passion to improve. I see for athletes like Martina Navratilova, there is no way that she would have... I mean, this is a woman who played into her 40s. There is no way she would have been able to do that. Even as a young teenager, when she burst onto the scene, if there wasn't a quest to get better, if there wasn't a quest to improve and you see that's one of the hallmarks of her career as a tennis player she always wanted to improve she was always going to look for ways to improve she was always going to look for things that she could do to improve and one of the ways that she did this was through her fitness and her diet in preparation for playing the game now arrivals at the time were like they have never seen anybody who has taken their fitness as into the levels that Martina took her fitness. Like she would use basketball to get ready for tennis games. Like she, she had this, um, I don't know if it was a nutritionist or someone who designed a, a diet routine for her. Like a diet routine that athletes in other sports use. So they kind of like, um, what's the word now? They, they changed it up a little bit to fit her own and she brought it into tennis. You see, the only athletes that do things like this is athletes who want to improve. The only athletes that do things like this is athletes that want to get better. So the question, guys, for you today is do you have a passion to improve? 
or do you just have a passion to play your sport? Because I'll hear people that would say, oh, Atola, I'm passionate. You know, I love doing this. I love enjoying it. And I'm like, nah, that's amazing. When it's time to suit up, when it's time to get ready, when it's time to do all those things, I mean, you are, you are good to go. You're ready. That's fine. But do you have a passion to improve? That's, that's a completely different ball game as well. Because anybody can have a passion to play sports. But when the competition gets tougher, when the competition gets stiffer, do you have that same passion to improve in that sport so that you can match the competition? You know, I mean, during the time of Martina Ratilova, you had Chris Evert, you had Billie Jean King, like legends in their own right. So obviously, if she wasn't improving in the sport, if she wasn't getting better in the sport, guess who was there ready to pounce, ready to take over? It was those people. And that's why it's important that at every point in time you're improving. And that's why I always say, guys, that you see, it's it's not the, it's not just the fancy athletes that track their performances or assess their performances. You see, they need to know if they're getting better or if they're getting worse. And it's the same thing with you guys. You need to know if you are getting better or if you are getting worse in your sport. And that's where the passion for improvement comes in. You go for a particular game. You go for a particular match, a particular tournament. You come back, you're asking yourself, how could I have improved on the performances that I just put out? How can I get better? What can I tweak? What can I change? You see, that's where the passion for improvement comes in. It's not that the tournament is done. It's not that the game is done. And then, of course, everybody packs up shop you know, and goes about their business. No, have a passion for improvement. That's the first lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from Martina Navratilova. Second lesson is your most valuable resource is your mindset. Your most valuable resource is your mindset. You see, I've not seen the great athlete, you know, and you can correct me if, if I'm wrong and you can send me you know, the name of the athlete or, or whatever it is, who achieved legendary status in their sport and their mindset was not so special. Let's take Serena Williams, for example. This is a lady who, a last Grand Slam title, she was pregnant, well, she was 12 weeks pregnant or something like that, and she went on to win the Australian Open at the time. Now, she not only had a near-death experience to having a baby, but she came back on court and she has made either three or four Grand Slam finals within that period now over the course of her career we've seen a tenacity we've seen how she has been on the court if we switch to the men's game i mean obviously rafael nadal his mindset is as good as he gets in sports novak djokovic he didn't start out having that elite mindset but guess what he went on to do he went on to work on it and this is a guy who when he steps on the court like oh man you know that you are you are just you're getting 110 percent every single time you see i say this all the time that when you get to an elite aspect of your sports or any level that is above average any level that is above average right you see everybody has similar skills to you you know what sets you apart is that mindset It's what goes on within your mind you cave under pressure are you able to stay focused are you able to stay consistent what drives you what motivates you how do you handle the pressure how do you stay in the zone you see all of this are mindset issues so for now for martina to have won 59 grand slam titles across singles doubles and mixed doubles 
it meant that she had a bulletproof mindset. And of course, this is why I created Mental Mastery. You know, so I know I haven't talked about it in the last few weeks because I kind of made the switch and was focusing on parents for a bit. But you see, that is the program where you're going to learn about the mental game in sports and then you're going to eliminate the mental blocks that are holding you back from performing your best. So you've heard me say, oh, you know, it's your most valuable resource. Your mindset is key to everything that you're going to do in sports. Okay, that's great. How do I now work on it? How do I now improve it? How do I now get it better? That is exactly what you learn in that program, Mental Mastery. So head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash mental mastery. Athletemaestro.com forward slash mental mastery where you learn about the mental game in sports. You'd also learn about the mental blocks that are holding you back from performing your best and how you can eliminate them. The second lesson, guys, from Martina Navratilova is your most valuable resource is your mindset. Your most valuable resource is your mindset. And the final lesson, guys, is practice like you play. Practice like you play. And on this point, Martina says, you must mentally treat your practice session as though they are matches. You must mentally treat your practice session as though they are matches. You see, this is one of the biggest things that I always tell athletes. You know, when they come to me, I say, ah, Tola, you know, I struggle uh, with training well and then transforming or translating the way that I train or what I've done in training into the real game. You know, so I play exceptionally well when I'm training, but when it comes to the real game, you know, I kind of struggle a little bit and all of that. You know, and the first question that I ask is, okay, talk to me about your training. Take me through your training. How does training go? You know, and they begin to talk about all this and all that. And immediately I can tell that these guys are not practicing like they play. They are not practicing like they play. I remember a story, you know, that someone said about Rafa Nadal, you know, when he was doing a warm-up for one of these Grand Slam tournaments. So he was at a Grand Slam tournament. He was warming up. You know, and the guy goes to the practice court. So a fellow tennis player goes to the practice court and sees Nadal drenched in sweat. Like literally drenched. When you say somebody is drenched in sweat, the guy was drenched in sweat. And, you know, the guy was looking around like, wait, is he not practice? Like, I thought this guy was just practicing. Like, what is all this? Why is he drenched in sweat? Why is he looking like he has, he has just finished playing a five-hour match? You see, that is a typical example of practicing like you play. When Nadal goes out to practice, he's practicing like he's playing the real game with the same intensity, with the same energy, with the same focus. So when he gets to the game, he's not necessarily making any switches that is that is so wide or so much that it kind of takes him off his game. And this is exactly what Martina Navratilova also did. You see, when she was practicing, her mind was so present as though it was a real game. So she did tell herself that this is practice. Let me take it easy. Let me ease into my stride. Let me see how things go. Let me see how I improve. No, no, no. She didn't do any of that. No, no room for that. She goes into practice as though it's the game. So when she gets to the main game, nothing is really different. Nothing is really strange because in practice, she had taken it as seriously as she could. And of course, that's a food for thought for you going into this week. Anytime you go into practice, treat it like it's the real game. Be mentally present like you would in the real game. Exert yourself. Put in the physical work like you would in the real game. Because if you're lackadaisical, if you're relaxed, if you're taking things easy in training, 
then how do you expect automatically to just switch when it's time for the game and then have the intensity have the drive and all of those things you see this is one of the secrets that this elite athlete would not tell you in the sense that when it comes to preparation they practice like they play they practice like they play and that is what ensures that at any given point in time you call on them for a game a tournament a match they're ready because they have been practicing like they play martina navratilova guys athlete marshall episode 640 have a passion for improvement the most valuable resource is your mindset and practice like you play practice like you play head over to the website guys athletemaestro.com check out all the free resources that we have for you there and of course do not forget to check out mental mastery athletemaestro.com forward slash mental mastery athletemaestro.com forward slash mental mastery and of course if you haven't subscribed to the podcast you haven't left us a rating and review i highly encourage that you do so what your rating and review does is that it tells other athletes that this is a worthwhile resource this is a good podcast if they listen to it they practice it they are going to see results and of course when you subscribe the episodes get automatically downloaded to your device of choice athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe so you learn how to subscribe you also learn how to leave a rating and review if you enjoyed this episode take a screenshot on your phone and share it on social media facebook instagram twitter whichever one it is that you use just take a screenshot tag me at tola and of course i will start a conversation with you if you have any questions whatsoever send me a mail tola at athlete maestro.com tola at athlete maestro.com i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing it's not enough you must apply willing it's not enough you must do i want you to go out there learn all the lessons you can from martina navratilova i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single 